Are your kids struggling to manage their emotions? Do you wish for a way to help them cope and understand? Today, we're going to talk about a very powerful approach, cognitive behavioral techniques. It's really so simple. It's a method where you teach your kids just the basics of different emotions, helping them recognize it, helping them label it. And I'm going to give you a few tips and tricks so that you can get started using these techniques at home. And I know you're not going to want to miss this because our kids go through these big, powerful emotions. And sometimes that can really trigger a parent into having their own big, powerful emotions. (laughs) So this is an episode not just for your kids. It could be for you like it was for me. And I know this is going to bring a lot more peace and unity into your home. So grab your notebook and let's get started. Hey mamas, welcome to Her Home and Heart podcast. Do you want balance in your home life and peace in your heart at the end of each long day? Do you want to let go of feelings of failure because you've yelled at the kids again despite promising yourself and God you'd stop? I'm Katie. I'm a homeschooling mom who also had little kids and wanted to create a thriving home environment. In this podcast, you'll find resources for holistic living, heart connection with your family, and homeschooling so that you won't wake up to regret one day. Even if you have outside-the-box learners or your own health challenges, you'll find support here. Breathe deeply, grab a coffee, and let the kids go play, because it's time for you to find peace and fulfillment that you've been longing for. Let's go! I don't think I know a parent who hasn't had some sort of experience with their kiddo having really big emotions. I mean, every single one of my children, no matter the advanced educational level or the delay, has had times in their life, you know, just toddlers, if you think about it, they're managing huge emotions that they don't understand anything about. Same when we get to those, you know, junior high, preteen years and hormones start fluctuating and it's just, it's just hard. And sometimes as adults and as parents, even we have a hard time managing emotions. We're not necessarily, we haven't necessarily had training on it. There was never a class in any of the schools I attended and I went to school in many places throughout the world that ever spoke about emotional processing, identifying emotions, how to manage those big emotions that just are a part of life and part of being a human. So today I want to chat about that with you. I want to bring to light just some things that we've learned and that I think might help you. So as parents, you know, we just, we see these beautiful people, these kids we love so much, or even our spouse, and we just want them to be happy. But we know life's not always easy. And we know that our kids are just going to experience a wide range of emotions, just like we are. So some are going to be really good. Some are going to be not so good. So a technique that I have learned was so helpful with my kids. It's kind of a a big word. Some of you may be familiar with it. Some of you may not. Um, But years ago, I learned the term cognitive behavioral technique. So that sounds all fancy, but basically it's really simple. It's just helping a person recognize their emotions and helping them understand how those emotions can essentially be changed or processed properly or used properly. It's a way that you can help people learn new ways to think, help the children learn how to act in different situations where they have various emotions. So it can be used at home really well. A lot of the time it's used in therapy offices, um, both counseling and sometimes even just the types of therapies that my children went to where they're doing sensory processing and physical therapy and speech therapy. And yet those therapists 
often are exposed, at least in our world, they were, to helping the child's mindset also be able to help support them through those therapy sessions. So it's really nice when we're able to actually respond to our own feelings in a healthy, constructive way. So whether you think it's your kid who needs this, your spouse who needs this, or you, I have three tips today to help you get started um, that have blessed my life. They've blessed my family's life. So the very first step would be just to simply help kids understand what they're feeling. So it can be done by, like you may have seen with autistic kids, teaching them the different names for emotions. Little kids, they don't know the names. And sometimes our kids who are just kind of more living their life in the moment aren't really necessarily paying attention to what an emotion may look like or be called. So emotions like happy, sad, mad, frustrated. Years ago, I fell in love with a toy company that was educational toys. I was exposed to this company when my oldest was only 18 months old. I was invited to go over to a friend's house and loved it. It was so amazing. And they had a game that was especially for this. It was so cool. We still actually have it in our house. And it had these little plastic bowls, almost like bowls that had edges on them. And they were each a different color and they each had a different face. And then they had a little bean bag that labeled the name of what that face and even somewhat that associated color meant, what emotion it meant. So I remember that blue was labeled sad. And the bean bag said sad, and on the little plastic cup type of bowl that we had, <laughs> had a sad face. And on red, it was angry. And the little bean bag said angry, and there was a really mad face on this red bowl, plastic bowl thing. And we'd have to throw the bean bag into the bowl, the coordinating one. And it was a really nice way to very simply with fun, just introduce children who were young or who were having a hard time processing to be able to understand what an actual emotion is called and how it might feel and what it might look like. Um, it just helps them to get in touch better with how they're feeling because when we can understand what we're feeling, what is it, then we can have better control over it. We can also identify what's causing it. You can start to see the cause and effect. Children don't understand the cause and effect. Even adults don't understand it a lot of the time because it's not something that's heavily focused on. And it can be so simple. So as a parent, something that you can do when you notice and you want your younger children or even your older children to start being familiar with their emotions is saying very simply, I see that you are feeling frustrated. I wonder if it's because you can't seem to find your toy. So then you've helped them name the emotion. They can understand what they feel inside. You have identified it based on their face and their mood and all the good parental intuition that we have. And then you have helped them see a potential cause and effect. And then they can tell you if that was not correct, but at least then you've helped step them through that process. So when we say back to them what we see, it really helps them understand and have clarity. And if you want more in-depth tips on how that say what you see process works, if you go back to my episode 16 of this podcast, which has a different introduction because we had a different name back then, but you will hear Rosemary Clark speak in detail about how this works. And I know you are going to love that episode. It's amazing <laughs> and um, very explanatory. So 
All right, we just talked about my first tip, which is to help the children understand their emotions. Before we continue with today's chat, I want to sincerely invite you to come over to Facebook and join our group and our community. I would love to carry a conversation with you over there and interact with you and have you get to know the other beautiful families that are inside of our private community. Go to the description. You'll see a link at the very bottom where you can easily click and go ahead and join our group. I look forward to seeing you inside. Second tip is help them label their emotions. In the first example, you have labeled the emotion for them, but it really helps for our kids to have a basic understanding of what emotions exist and what might be causing it and then be able to actually label it while they're experiencing it. It's important because it really allows them to start putting words to their feelings and this helps them better understand and cope with those feelings. There is so much power in words. When you help them label it, you know, you are feeling mad because your sister won't let you play with her toy. You know, that makes sense. Just allow them to verbalize back to you about it. And so you've stepped them through three processes, which are really very important. And then the last step, the third tip is to just help them respond to their emotions in a healthy way. So first, this starts with modeling it. If at home we have a cycle of regularly losing it or a poorly managed communication style, let's say with your older kids or your spouse or, you know, dealing with your own frustration, then that's the first place to start in trying to help them respond to their emotions in a healthy way is to let them see you practice doing it. As parents, I think all of us have ample opportunity, I know I do, (laughs) to practice managing big emotions. And, you know, there's that old saying, they'll they'll do what they see, not do what you say. They're going to do what you do. And it's so true. It's been so true here. It's so, when I see things my kids are doing that are frustrating to me, that I, I don't like, often it's because they are reflecting back something I have done or modeled to them that I am not very good at. And, you know, when it comes to how I handle things or how I respond to things. And I mean, that's not always the case. Our kids are their own unique people. So, you know, don't go around feeling really guilty if that's something that happens to you too. Um, But just notice that they will do what we do, not what we just say. So if you have identified that you do have good emotional management, but you know your kid doesn't, then you can really begin with simple things, teaching them deep breathing exercises, for example. You know, being able to um, get to where their brain is no longer in fight or flight, helping their nervous system to calm down, and helping them understand that when they're calm, they'll be able to think more clearly. That that's when they'll be able to problem solve through the situation that's causing them some form of big negative emotion. I see that you're feeling mad at your sister, but let's see if we can come up with a solution together after the child has calmed down. There are other ways with this type of actual cognitive behavioral technique that you can help a child calm down. So if they aren't maybe old enough, for example, to understand a breathing a breathing exercise, because, you know, little ones, they can't really do that, but they can understand that they maybe just need to take a little calm down break. We have called that, we have called it that in our home quite a, with quite a couple of the kids, quite a few of the kids. So things like 
coloring or drawing or playing with toys for a few minutes. And if they are old enough to practice breathing, you can do things like counting breaths or grounding. That's a technique where it's very simple. You can sit with your child and just focus on the sound of the breath and what are in uh, what sounds are in your environment. If you hear a bird, oh, do you hear that bird? You know, go through the five senses. I smell the breeze. You know, I smell the grass, the fresh cut grass. I feel the breeze on my face. You know, the the steps that I'm sitting on on my porch feel cool. Um, you know, I taste the last bite of lunch that I just finished or that I didn't want to eat and mommy tried to make me eat or whatever. <laughs> you know, just go through the five senses. I see the green leaves on the trees. It can really, really help. And once they have stopped feeling so overwhelmed, it's a good idea to practice speaking to them about what technique did they think was their favorite, you know, over time. Once they calm down, say, what did you like about this calming technique? You know, and they, if they're old enough, will be able to tell you, I prefer breathing or I prefer grounding or, you know, I prefer and it will become their go to. But you have to model it to them, do it with them, facilitate walking through those steps as their parent, as their leader. And as the parent and leader, if your spouse is the one struggling with this, um, as long as it's not to this to the level where you need counseling, because that really I'm not talking about a level where you would need to get marital counseling or each individual counseling, but just where, you know, if your spouse is struggling, you can simply model it without even having to necessarily confront your spouse with it. um, If that is not an area that they're open to talking about by doing these techniques while they're with you, while they're near you, when you need to calm down. Just politely excuse yourself. Say, I I will be right back. I just need to go calm down. Or, you know, can we pause this conversation for just a couple of moments? I would like to do some breathing so I can calm my nervous system, so I can get my brain back into a really, truly problem-solving mode so that I can help you best in this difficult situation that we are discussing. So these techniques are really a helpful tool. They are so helpful. And, you know, just go ahead and look it up online. Um, Find a couple reputable websites if you'd like to know more information, because by helping your kids understand their emotions, being able to label their emotions, being able to respond to their emotions in a healthy way, then parents end up setting their children up for success because the kids now go into their adult life equipped. They are actually able to deal with the ups and downs that otherwise they would be unprepared for. And unfortunately, many, many, many people are left completely ill-equipped because there is just not a proper focus on the actual emotion of human life. And so in the public sector especially, but if you're a homeschooling family, you have the opportunity to pour into your child in that way. And it is so beautiful. And so we really encourage you to dig a little more into this cognitive behavioral technique idea and learn to help your child to recognize those emotions, help them to label it, help them to process it. They will become stronger. They will be able to love their life so much more, and they'll be able to actually relate to you and your family in a closer, more connected, better communication style way because you instill this in them. So it's going to be so worth your time, an investment that you will never regret making. 
So if you have not joined our Facebook group, pop in there. I'd love to know more about your research and what you learn about this or what what challenges your child has with this or what successes. I especially love, love to celebrate success with those who are on this parenting journey with me because I feel like it's so easy to see our failures, (laughs) but we rarely celebrate our successes often enough. And it's really nice to help cheerlead for each other. So go into the description of this episode and you're going to see that there are a bunch of different links there for you. One of them will take you into the Facebook group. There is another that's at the very bottom that says speak pipe. And if you would like to leave me a question and would like me to help consider making you an episode to answer your question, I would be honored. So leave me any messages that you would like with your questions at SpeakPipe. Come and join the Facebook community. I would so love to have you in there and to be able to chat with you and to support you better. See you soon. Are you tired of home feeling like a chaotic war zone all the time? What if you had an ecosystem in place for you to feel not only peaceful, but productive as you train up your children in the way that they should go? What if you could homeschool in a way that is authentic to you and right for your children while knowing that you are doing the thing that God called you to do? As a mom of five kids, I've been able to create and maintain a peaceful environment despite the multiple disabilities among some of the children and the huge challenges that our family has faced. I'd be so honored to walk with you on your journey to creating a peaceful, thriving home environment. If you'd like to discover your number one roadblock to peace at home and to get started on the path to overcoming that, let's book a mentorship session together. The link is in the description and I would be so genuinely honored to listen to you and to have the opportunity to help you get that plan in place to begin overcoming your number one roadblock. Thanks for listening and spending time with us today. If you know anyone who could benefit from my mom's podcast, please share it and leave a review so others can find us too. See you next time. Hey mamas, have you been feeling a sense of overwhelm with your homeschool and life, knowing you need to get clarity so you can find your joy again, but you just can't slow down long enough to do it? Maybe you worry you wouldn't know what to change if you did. Do you wish there was a way to find peace in your homeschool and home life where you don't feel overwhelmed or worried that you're failing your kids in their education and where you aren't worried anymore about waking up one day filled with regret? Imagine if you had the tools to actually live the kind of homeschooling life you have dreamed of, filled with close relationships, peace in your heart, and no more worries that you'll have regret in the future. That's why I created my successful homeschool strategy sessions, where we work together to customize your homeschool to create a peaceful, happy, joyous home and environment for school. You will walk away with an understanding of what makes a homeschool succeed and a basic roadmap for the first steps to overcome your largest homeschooling challenge. So if you're ready for more peace and more joy in your homeschool, I've got you covered. I'd love to support you and mentor you into a place of peace and joy and into a homeschool life that you love. As a celebration of our podcast relaunch, I am offering one-on-one coaching spots at a discount where we will make a step-by-step plan just for you to get you on the right path to success at home. 
because school has just begun and the holidays are not far from now, I will be offering 33% off for the month of November and December. So you can invite peace and joy into your home before the holidays hit. And with a discount, you'll have a little extra cash left over to go get something special just for you, mama. There aren't many spots each week since I still homeschool and run my family like you do. So I invite you to grab a spot if you'd like to kickstart your family on the path to peace before the discount spots are gone. All you have to do is click the link in the description. I'm looking forward to having a coffee together with you and getting you on the path to peace and homeschooling joy.